On this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, Ace, Jake, and Ron take a step back and look at all the things that positively influenced them over wrestling. Welcome, everyone. Once again, we are here as if we never left. It is the Quick Pop Podcast with you, wrestling boys. I, am always, am Jake, and I'm here with my amigos, my companions, my trio champions of podcast, if you would, Ron and Ace. Aw. Hi. I feel a little special, even though there was a little bit of uh, untruthfulness that I'm sure was an undertone there, but... What? I'm, what? A, I'm a trio's champion. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a trio's champion. I'm fully expecting him to be like, oh, yeah, we're all champions, but. I mean, there I don't it know, is. But there's more there it is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa <laughs> hesitation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're trying. Ace, why, why, why are you bringing negativity here? This <laughs> it's is not the negativity, it's honesty. This is the pot of positivity. Positivity. I don't need your negative that here. Already if I exists. was editing the show, you'd be muted right now. The champ says mute ace. That already exists. The pod of positivity. I know. We are a we are a pod that is going to be very positive. But uh no, I I wasn't going for negativity. I was just going for eventual honesty. Ah, <sighs> see, here it is. The pessimist trying to act like a realist. Oh, here's, you want to go? The, uh, <laughs> You here's, the truth. here's the honesty. Um, here's the R-Truth. We're all... <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up? Today's Quick Pop Podcast is brought to you by uh, this blue energy drink that only the live viewers can appreciate the irony of. What's 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 the name? He's of holding that? balls in his hand. Uh, <laughs> Anyone watching on you Twitch, the mystique. Yeah, you, you are not mistaken. Ace is holding balls in his hand. Hey, you know, this is a family friendly thing, so that's why I was just trying to be like nice and vague. But yeah, thanks. What is the name of the energy drink that you are holding in your hand right now? B-A-W-L-S. Okay. Balls energy drink. Why are so, the balls blue? Yeah, why why'd you pick the blue ones, Ace? Why has has Ron, have you noticed that Ace always, if when he has balls in his hands, they happen to be blue? Yeah. Just like his hair. Yeah. But not for long. Dear future uh, people who want to sponsor this podcast, I am so sorry. Uh, I've definitely branded this as a family-friendly podcast. And just, uh, I'm sorry. But I promise, I promise. It's an energy drink, I swear. I drank them when, better next time. I drank them when I was in high school, and they're delicious. For for anyone listening, yes, this is an energy drink ad that Ace really is trying is. to do. It really if you're watching the live stream, there actually is an energy Dear drink balls. in his hand. Dear balls, please sponsor me. I remember drinking this when I was uh, in high school. It's nostalgic. Anyway, enough with our uh, first tangent. Thanks. Awesome. I like we're on balls. A, we're on a great step. Hold on now. Um, <laughs> slow down. Wait, wait, but before we go any further, though, I do want to go back to the blue hair and the soon not to be because I blue hair in months. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Listen, kayfabe, kayfabe. There's, there's kayfabe no kayfabe, 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 kayfabe visuals. 
<laughs> you can visually see I don't. I'm not like kayfabe going like, I don't have blue hair. No, I really hey, don't. Hey, Twitch will know you're lying, but the podcast listeners will totally uh, believe you via kayfabe. Come on. Anyway, so this week, before we get started, so I, <laughs> I want to go ahead and give a shout out. There's a picture of me on our podcast uh, Twitter now that shows I don't have blue hair. That's an old picture. Oh, shut your Ron, mouth. Ron, Ron, Ron you I need you to get that. You can even look at what there's there. It's dated. It, it's like timestamp. I need you Dude, to get I was about Twitter. to put you in that, like, in that uh, just, army just... vest that you had. <laughs> Ron, I need you to get on Twitter and just, like, put, like, blue coloring around the top of his hair. It doesn't even have to look good. Big problem just wearing a hat. Straight, just, like, get, like, blue. Here we like, go. Big, just big problem the worst possible wearing a hat. One. Anyway. Anyway, for our listeners, well, I'm doing before, it. We get, before we get started, though, I do, do want to say this. Ace did a cool thing. This weekend, Ace has been pimping it on our podcast this whole time, but he was involved in raising money for St. Jude over the weekend with a stream. How long did you stream for? Uh, so I was streaming all the month of May, and then uh, Saturday we did 12 hours. That was it, 12 hours straight. And the reason we are making reference to his hair is because Ace reached one of his stretch goals in which now, uh, as soon as he can get to uh, a barber shop or a hair cuttery. Uh, I've got a, I've got a couple in mind, uh, but I, there's one I specifically want to go to because they did it when I did my uh, purple hair and it turned out really good. Uh, but I have okay. to see if they're accepting. Yeah, I mean, that's understandable. I mean, like, it, uh, I'm sure they will be, but it may take longer. Well, it's a... Uh, it's actually a school. Uh, oh, okay. And I feel like one, I get to be with like these students who uh, are totally down to like do just wild zany stuff because it lets them like flex their skills. And two, it's uh, not as expensive. You just have to take the well, slight and- risk that something could go wrong. But there's instructors there. So, I mean, it almost never goes wrong. I think everyone right now is down for less expensive. Well, yeah, everyone's um, down. But I just I, I appreciate it because I know that these good people are learning. And so like they're they've got a bunch of old women who just want their hair like done up and so you know they don't ever get to try and practice that skill and then so here comes my dumb self that's like let's make colors <laughs> but anyway before we get in because there is a theme to this podcast ladies and gentlemen as we said this is going to be a pod that is of positivity today and i just want to give a shout out to ace it was really cool he uh streamed this weekend for 12 hours straight he helped raise money like so many others did for uh saint jude children's uh, research center and uh made you with some numbers we i think we hit i think we hit 570 was our particular end result that's Uh, awesome the group that i was with the stream team that i was a part of uh, hit 55,000 and St. Jude play live as a whole hit over 3 million. And that's amazing. $3 million raised for a children's cancer research facility. That is awesome. That is nothing to just poo poo and shake away. Like, I mean, that is to anyone listening to this that may have given money to ACES uh, stream or anyone else's. Thank you. Uh, do, a, do a round of applause, everyone. Just like round of applause yeah, right now, real if, quick. If, in your every, car, everyone, in your if, if someone's around seat, you, just do it. If someone's around you, have them hug you to say congratulations. <laughs> if no one's around you, hug yourself. Just, just, just hug yourself. Unless, given the current times, we're gonna gonna go talk about it because we're staying positive. Unless you're out doing a particular activity right now, in which case, careful. They're they're vicious. Yes, they're, they're, <laughs> yes obviously. They vicious. If I this is how you're passing the time, great. 
don't don't go grabbing people though. That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, don't go for grab random people. They may think you're trying to do something else. Yeah, that's all we're gonna say because we're trying to stay positive. But just let's let's set the st- let's set the tone. Let's set the standard. Don't. So, uh, I'll go ahead and get into to this. Like a few weeks ago, I approached the guys with this idea to do a positive wrestling podcast. Not that we're negative, but uh, right now, especially on wrestling Twitter for a while and in the world right now, but especially wrestling Twitter, like everyone wants to talk about what they hate about wrestling and oh, everyone yeah. wants to like, like rip into yeah, there's certain uh, Australian uh, podcasters that want to r- r- rip into Alexa bliss. And, oh my God. You know, <sighs> say I don't very want to be negative, but Oh my God. Thing. Yeah. Right. And so it's just like, I feel like right now everybody's saying everything they don't like about wrestling. So today on this podcast, uh, we have some questions and discussion topic points that we're going to be going down. And we, we're we just going to basically break down for you guys what we do like about wrestling. I'm excited. Because that is the point here. We, don't, we didn't make this podcast because we're like, oh, man, I just want to tell everyone what's so wrong with this show. No, we all love this show. We all love WWE, AEW, uh, Ace won't say it, but I'll say it, Impact Wrestling, ROH, okay. New Japan. It's, it's the running joke to hate on Impact. I think they're fine. It's the running joke to hate yeah. on Impact. I know. Um, but anyway, but yeah, like, like we love all these promotions uh, in one way or form, and we try to talk about them. There's not always time because there is always the... Um, one always uh, takes the... One always pushes itself to the front, and... There's, yes. there's always something going on, but there, you only have so much time in a day to discuss so much. And it's just you, you you talk about what you saw. And for a good majority, it's like one of the it's either WWE, A-Dub or uh, New Japan. <laughs> yes, correct. But uh, so we are not going to run for six hours or 12 hours like your twitch stream so let's just get oh, to please this, guys. Don't. i can't like i've done long marathons but like the, the i'll tell you this uh ace's fun fact of the day where we talk about one more thing before we get back into wrestling if you ever want to do a marathon stream uh have people there because that's probably the biggest thing to help you get through is someone to talk to either uh verbally or through text so. Hey, maybe oh, I know that we'll do a marathon stream with a podcast, except what it is, is we just keep going until they give us the money we want. We're like, guys, we're never going to stop podcasting. <laughs> we're not stopping. We get <laughs> yeah. Like we would hit 12 hours. I'll be like, guys, we swear we will keep going unless you give us the money. Someone comes in and they're just like donate a ton just to get us off air <laughs> to get us off. Uh, okay, so guys, the first. Uh, well, before we get uh, into the first, I, this yeah. is for the viewers at home or home, uh, the Twitch viewers. Uh, we do have the eye candy running as usual. Uh, no stakes. Well, I'm going to add a stake, but no real stakes this time. Uh, this will just be like for fun stakes. Uh, okay. We everyone, are now sponsored by uh, Omaha State. Uh-huh. Yes, I Omaha could. Steaks. The best steaks, not just in Omaha, but in these United States. And you can drink it with the balls and it'll taste delicious. Hashtag sponsor me balls. I want all your energy. My new goal. Just mention it a lot and eventually <laughs> it'll happen. You were mentioning the, the game. I mention, I just mention stuff until, until it happens. Uh, I have an idea of who I want to pick. I need some choices from you lads. About who you want to represent you 
today in WWE 2K20? Uh, okay, I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to pick the future. I'm calling it the future soon to be cruiserweight champion Drake Maverick. Ooh, I re- I've got to be honest with you. I hope it's true, too. Uh, there's just one problem. He's not he's not present. <laughs> this is true. I don't know. I mean, like, I can't pick him. Why not? This Why not? not there. Ooh. Oh, it showed me that he was in the roster. He's definitely not on the roster. Ah. I, I almost certain, like, unless he goes by a different name, but I don't know why. He'd go. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Look up Rockstar Spud. <laughs> Look up Rockstar Spud. Oh, okay. If he's in that game under he's Rockstar not. Spud, that would be amazing. That's fine. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to go with the recently released Carl Anderson. <laughs> For a moment, I was like, "All right, let's go to the sea." Oh wait, no, wrong, Carl. Uh, all right, so we got we got Carl. Uh, what about you, uh, Ronster? Well, if he's gonna go, Carl Anderson, I think we know what we need. We need a little bit of Six Ferguson, buddy. There was a lot of yelling. There was Luke Gallows. I was gonna say there's oh, okay, cool, yeah. I was gonna say there was a lot of yelling, but uh man, you're gonna put a tag team against themselves. Interesting. Yeah. Or maybe we're gonna just team up and beat I love up me eight. some gallows. You know what? Screw it. We're we're gonna fit the team. You gonna go are, Finn Balor or AJ Styles? No, no, I'm going AJ Styles. He's gonna go AJ. You gonna do Camacho? I'm gonna do uh, AJ Styles and just let that let that ride. Okay, so this is gonna all- be fun. An all club three way hell in a cell. Remind me, by the way, I do want to get uh, us put in here because I have an idea for future episodes. Okay. Uh, we're going to be competing for the million dollar championship. Oh, that's special. Uh, and we're going to be doing it on, uh, let's see, where do we want to do Let's do it at uh, WrestleMania 32. Sounds great. I fixed the image, by the way. There's a non. There's bad image. Oh, you did the thing. Okay, I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not even. I'm wearing a hat in that. That. Uh, so we'll let that get started. Uh, it's a triple threat hell in a cell for the million dollar championship. You know, as expected. Uh, anyway, let's get started. You had questions, and I am ready. I'm looking forward to answering them. Um, yes. All right. So to you guys, what was your first wrestling memory? Not like your favorite <laughs> wrestling memory. What is Ooh. the first thing? Like if you I remember? think back to the very first wrestling memory, yeah, I, have. Like, I mean, obviously you may not remember your first one. I do, but you may not. I don't. Uh, but, but what is like your earliest wrestling? Okay. Memory? Okay. I'll tell you what I know I can remember. And I don't know if it was truly my first, but in my mind, it's as far back as I can go. <coughs> so it would be my first. And here's the... I, uh, Ron. <laughs> I didn't even do that, Ron. Anyway, um, the earliest memory I have would probably be... I was This was uh, at the, my old house, and it was in elementary school. And we were channel flipping. My parents were channel flipping because I obviously didn't get to pick what we watched. 
and somewhere down the line uh it like stopped on wrestling like they they left it on wrestling which was odd because normally they would never do that uh so it's weird that they just kind of stopped on wrestling and uh what i remember was uh and correct me if i'm wrong because i may be putting episodes together but there was like a funeral going on for goldberg uh i don't remember the specifics but i wwf or wcw i don't remember like i said i just remember it stopped on wrestling but i remember like they had like the big framed picture on the easel and everyone was talking like about how much Goldberg will be missed, like as if he had died. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't remember if it was WWF or WCW. Uh, it could, it probably was F honestly. Uh, but I, like I said, I don't remember the specifics. I don't remember the context. I just remember seeing it and it being like such a striking visual because the first time I watched wrestling and they're talking about a dude being dead, which I knew wasn't dead. Like I knew Goldberg wasn't dead. That would have been big time news, even for someone who doesn't watch wrestling. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my first memory of, of wrestling is I I just looked it up. Uh, Was Lex Luger and Buff Bagwell, the ones leading the, I know Lex was there. Uh, okay yes I, I just looked it up and i saw it's like as you were saying that i'm like okay i know this happened but i just can't remember it okay yeah that was it what what was it uh, uh it was on wc well just uh something happened i think it may have been uh, they, uh, from what i see like something happened the week before to goldberg and so they were just saying that it was like his funeral like his career was over yeah that's what i said like i can't i cannot for the life of me remember the context because you know like i said they just kind of like showed up and then like paused on it for a while which was odd for my parents but there, there was a significant amount that got watched uh and so that just that's the farthest back i can remember uh wrestling first memory of wrestling Okay. What's yours, Ron? So for me, um, I just moved to a new school. Uh, it, it was like a very small town. Um, I, I always tell everyone this. I was like one of like two or three Asians uh, that moved into this town. And I wanted to fit in uh, because it was like maybe October, November, uh, transferred from uh, Houston all the way to uh, where uh, I went to school in a very small, hick-ass town. Um, so what had happened is I really wanted to be friends with uh, these people because they seemed like super cool. So they were they were just casually talking about wrestling, uh, like watching like Monday Night Raw, watching SmackDown, watching Sunday Night Heat. And so uh, I started watching it, and it would be something that we would talk about uh, right after I got off the bus and sat in the cafeteria uh, with these guys until uh, the bell for the first period rang. So it was just me and a couple dudes just talking about, and this is like attitude era stuff. Like this is like rock Austin Foley trips. Uh, so it's during that, like when wrestling was incredibly crazy Um that was possibly my first uh, memory of uh, wrestling was just, I was just trying to fit in 
And I ended up like really loving wrestling. I was like maybe 12, 13 at the time. I don't know. But yeah, that's my uh, first memory. I think what okay. impresses me about Y'all yours. I think you're going to make me feel really old. Well, see what, what impresses me and what makes me feel like some weird, like uh black sheep here is uh like y'all's memories of wrestling are when you like your first memory. And I assume from then we're still watching it. Mine is just like first memory. And then there's a gap. Oh no, mine, mine definitely has a gap. Well, I mean, eventually what I, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, my first memory is like a one and done, not like a, Oh yeah, that's when I started watching. Like it was like, Oh, oh yeah, I saw this visual and that was that. So like you, you were at least watching, I guess is what I would say. Yeah. Uh, were you, were you on, were you like constantly watching? Yeah, I was constantly watching yeah, that's until what I meant. Like, maybe like ninth grade. Well, yeah, uh, and that's when, what I meant is like with me, it was like, oh, I saw this thing and I remember it. And then like they never put it on again. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so my first memory is I'm flipping through channels on a Saturday morning, which is um, when uh, they would have the recap show of WWF uh, superstars. It would it would I think sooner rather than later they'd switch it to sundays but anyway and so i just flip it on and i don't remember who he was wrestling but i flipped it over right as the macho man is jumping off the top rope to do a double axe handle and i see just this crazy man jumping in the air with his it was uh this was uh right before he became an announcer uh, this was probably about 92. And so it was when he not only had like the crazy long pants tights, but also like the no sleeve shirts with like the tassels on the sleeves and stuff. So I just see this crazy guy in this like multicolored outfit just flying across the ring. I'm like, what is this? And I just stayed for the rest of the match. And like the second he hit that elbow drop, I was hooked. I was like, that's crazy. And then they're like, oh, coming up, we talked to Hulk Hogan. And they start showing me images of this like guy that looks like his bicep is as big as my entire body like ripping his shirt and i was like who is this and i just as me as a kid i just saw real life superheroes and so there was no way i was going to change the channel to a cartoon when i had a real life superhero that i could watch So that was my very first memory. And shortly later, WrestleMania eight happened and all the neighborhood kids went over to a guy's house because we all found out that we all started watching wrestling and we all watched WrestleMania eight together. Oh, that's awesome. That's super cool. Uh, I can't even remember the first pay-per-view I watched. I want to say it was like a WrestleMania. That sounds correct anyway to me. Uh, it, it seems like most people's first always seem to be WrestleMania. I mean, th- there are obviously exceptions to the rule, but it always seems like WrestleMania is the one that like after you start watching, that's like the first time you're like, oh, well, I need to convince my parents to pay money for this. Oh, yeah, because that's what's funny is like I don't remember what what it was. What I do remember is getting together with a bunch of my friends and we were I like I was kind of watching. uh watching wrestling at this point not like heavy hard watching it but i mean because this was when we moved into our new house in millington uh i was able to like actually kind of start watching what i wanted to because there was a tv downstairs and a tv upstairs and then they didn't often come upstairs so for the most part i usually had free reign of the tv upstairs 
Um, I I got something great for y'all. So my first uh, my first pay per view was WrestleMania, but it was WrestleMania 31. Wait, that was the first one you watched. That was the first one I watched was WrestleMania 31. Uh, when Rollins cashed in. That's you you didn't. That's wild. Pay per view before that. No, I never watched a pay-per-view uh, pay before that. I always watched oh, the wow. episodic content, and I always watched, like, Sunday Night Heat leading up to, like, the pay-per-views, but I never watched the pay-per-views. That's actually, until, okay, so let, let me clarify. That's wild to me, because, like, okay, I, I don't want to, like, try and, like, show off, because this is not the show-off podcast. This is the Reminisce podcast. Yes. Um, but it's wild because I often think like Jake, especially, and then to a slightly lesser degree, Ron, I always think like, okay, well, they're, they're much bigger wrestling fans than me. Uh, I am definitely a wrestling fan, but I'm also very like focused on one thing wrestling fan. And so like when it comes to, you know, more overarching general knowledge, uh, they're going to know more and have probably been at this longer, technically speaking. So, it's interesting that you say WrestleMania 31 is the first pay-per-view you watched. Uh, I know I've only watched one, maybe two or three uh, others, like just kind of sprinkled in before the network came to be. Um, and that was just because, you know, growing up, like convincing your parents, like, hey, I need the TV for like three, four hours. And also you have to pay $50 for it. Uh, that was way big of a deal during my childhood anyway. Uh, see, see, I, uh, like my, I, okay. I'm the type of person I have an addictive personality. So when I get into something, I get into it. So me as a kid, I got into wrestling after WrestleMania eight. Right. That's well, fair. I like, and I was like, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, this is eight. There's seven others of them. So I then uh, when we went to Blockbuster the next time to get a movie, I searched all around and found out that there's a sports section that is old wrestling DVDs. And so if I got good grades, my parents would let us like rent a movie, uh, you know, whenever like I had like a big test if I passed it and stuff. So I would go and I would rent every past wrestling DVD. I rented all the WrestleManias. And I was like, oh, there's multiple Survivor Series. I'll do them, too. And SummerSlams and everything like that until like. I basically watched every wrestling pay-per-view from 85 to 92. That's actually, wow. <laughs> that's actually super cool because it's funny that you say like addictive personality and like if you did good, you got things. Cause yeah. I was the same way, but it was video games. Like I like, okay. but that was also well, because I started with those much earlier that like, I could, uh, you, it's not on this podcast and we're not going to discuss it. Uh, maybe we'll do a bonus episode one time so now that anchor allows us to do like bonus things. Uh, Sweet. but my first, ep- my first like video game memory was like, uh, I want to say like three years old, uh, sitting at my grandparents' house, I had just come out of the bath and my grandma said she couldn't find me. And she looked around and she finally found me and, the guest room and I was playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, in just a towel. And oh, wow. On the, on the you know, OG Nintendo. Uh, OG Nintendo, yeah. Yeah. So 
that was my addiction. So like, it's interesting that like, for me, it's a totally different mindset, but I know it exists because I, I had the exact same thing. Like if I did anything good, like I did good on a test or I did good at some function that I was supposed to be good at, you know, I was like, Hey, can we go to blockbuster? Can we go to blockbuster? Can we go to blockbuster? Um, so it's really, really interesting that like you had the same tr- like road trajectory, just different media. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, it, it became video games as I got older. But oh, yeah, yeah, just but... I, yeah. Uh, seven year old Jacob just uh, he just wanted to watch more wrestling DVDs. It's just super interesting because like VHS at that time, because like it makes sense thinking back like that was definitely there. But like to me, Blockbuster was the land of like not having to pay fifty dollars for a game. You know, it yeah. was like, yeah. oh, I can get this game. And yeah, I've got a, like a limited amount of time to play it. But, you know, it's it's five dollars instead of fifty um, so I just mm-hmm. never really thought of like getting a movie or something as a reward. <laughs> uh, and I'm not knocking yours. Like when I think back of like, man, if I was a huge wrestling fan and I couldn't get the pay-per-views and stuff, like being able to just watch all the WrestleManias would have been wild. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's really interesting that you, you say it that way because it makes sense. Cause I did the exact same thing just with a different medium. Uh, do you have, did you have another question? I know we kind of like, uh, yeah, no, all I, over the I place. Uh, um, I, I know we kind of transitioned there. Uh, I just wasn't sure if it was part of a question or. Well, like yeah, my I couldn't participate because my parents didn't buy me anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh Ron. Ron, there's a uh, blockbuster in, I think it's Bend, Oregon. It's the last blockbuster on Earth. Do you want to go there and see if they've got WrestleMania 17? Okay. Okay. Ron, okay. Ron, we will road trip there and I will uh, buy you a rented copy of a wrestling VHS. Yeah. Thank ig- you. Ignore the fact that we have the network and can watch it anytime. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a nice road trip. It would be a nice road trip. Yeah, I actually, right, well, my, my next question actually was, which I think we kind of already t- touched on it. We can, uh, we can be more what, precise. Okay. Well, my next question was what made you fall in love with wrestling? Like Ooh. if that was your first memory, what, what is the thing that you know that when I saw this or when they did this, I was like, this is my thing. Okay. So, um, <laughs> it's ironic cause you're going to give me grief because it fits like my character to a T. Um, are you going to say John Cena? I don't like you anymore. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so I remember it was, it was, like I said, it was when we were in high school, uh, when we were in Millington, uh, living in Millington and I could, you know, I could choose what to watch. And so it's one of those things, you know, you start memorizing channels, uh, on, on the cable box and just, you know, Oh, I'll just go click clicks. Oh, it's nothing's on here. Click, click. Oh, nothing on here. Um, so you start channel surfing. And I remember one time I came by, uh, wrestling was on. I was like, Oh, <gasps> I remember this and I can watch it now. And, uh, you know, this was back when I like, wasn't in the, uh, the staged mentality. This is like when I still had that child, like this is real wonder, yeah. uh, which was ruined by becoming an adult and learning the business. Uh, yeah, not well to a degree. I can still appreciate it, but when all of a sudden you start I, I noticing know, like, a little, it's, it's different degrees. Like, don't get me wrong. When I look back and think of like watching a Hulk Hogan match, oh, and when they Hulk Hogan, Hogan is in the a bear perfect hug, example of actually think. Yeah. Like Hulk Hogan is the perfect example of, uh, of like that childlike wonder. Um, 
What about like Ron? Did you do you have like like a childlike wonder moment that you can think of? Not really. Like I'm I'm trying to think. Maybe I gravitated toward like uh Piper, but as far as I know, I didn't really uh super super connect sixty four um with any particular person. Um I think for the most part like the reason why I fell in love with wrestling is because I'm an entertainer at heart and they're, they're up there. It's like physical theater. So, uh, me being a theater kid, me being a journal or, uh, being into journalism, uh, all that stuff. Like I started seeing things in a different light and I was like, gosh, this is great. Like I love this. So yeah, it was it wasn't like a particular um wrestler or a particular story that got me hooked. It's just loving the craft. That's kind of interesting cuz I didn't start appreciating the the quote uh craft till like much later. Uh like I don't know. I th- I think it was probably toward towards the end of high school when like I started being more vocal about watching wrestling uh that I started appreciating the craft because I had to start telling people the you know it is or isn't fake angle. Yeah. Uh, I think that's when I had when I was able to start appreciating the craft just because you know someone's like oh it's fake and I'm like well yeah to a degree like I can remember uh since we're talking about like childlike wonder uh a rumor that I believed for the longest time. I don't know where this rumor started because I had to have heard it like it at school. Cause like even, you know, even in when I was in high school, like the internet existed, but it wasn't nearly as big uh, as it is nowadays where you just like, will casually Google something. Um, I remember the, the rumor floating around that like all the pay-per-view matches were staged and fixed and like, you know, they already knew what was going to happen and everything like that, except for WrestleMania. Uh, somewhere down the line, there was a rumor that matches at WrestleMania were real, and that oh. like the outcome was not predecided. That sounds. I I would believe I that. I, I don't know where I heard that, that uh, but it made sense because like WrestleMania is where like the wild moments happen, like the you know I can't believe this or whatever. Like they didn't have the very cookie cutter like oh, okay, well this is you know like set up to happen man Um, i wish that was real though i wish like you know like that's something that would be so awesome it's like okay we predetermine and then we once a year we let them fight for real right like like i said i cannot for the life remember me who told me that or why i started believing it but yeah 100 percent. i always thought that everything else was staged and fixed and predetermined except wrestlemania and that's why i always wanted to watch a wrestlemania because i was like oh this is where like you know no idea like champ titles can change hands and you'd have no idea like thankfully i grew up and started realizing if i'm gonna win the quick pop belt i have to guess (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah that was i I remember that was really fun uh, as a kid i was like because i had never watched the pay-per-views either uh like i said i know i watched a pay-per-view couldn't tell you which one it was but i know i watched one in my home uh i remember because we had it on the main tv and I had friends over and I wasn't sure how it was going to go down. So I had also brought my other TV from upstairs downstairs and hooked up my GameCube and stuff. And we were playing like Day of Reckoning 2 on the side while the matches were going on. Uh, so we were basically playing wrestling while we were watching wrestling. 
Um, that was always so much fun to do. Super, super fun. Uh, I like I said, could not for the life of me to tell you what episode it was or what uh, pay per view it was, but I remember distinctly playing Day of Reckoning two on the GameCube while wrestling was going on. Um, that's awesome. So it's interesting that you say what made you you were to to roll it all back. This is the episode of like correct tangents. We're going on tangents, but they're like on topic tangents. <laughs> yes. Um, we finally we finally learned how to do that. We finally learned how to tangent appropriately. It's an art. It is. True. It is an art. You don't y'all don't y'all are speaking the true true. Um so I it's funny that you say John Cena cuz yes, t- yes it was John Cena, but it was Thugonomics John Cena. Uh so it was like cuz you had all these guys and I got to tell you, uh I have uh I have a question later on that this relates to, but there was just something about him uh, that I now can identify that like immediately drew me in. Uh, I don't, and I don't think it was like necessarily the hip hop angle. Cause I wasn't like a hip hop kid. I was a super white suburban kid. Uh, hey, they could be hip hop too. Well, what I mean, oh, I guess what I mean is like that genre of music, like didn't hold an interest to me. Uh, but, listening to his like theme song i was just like oh now it's gonna get good like as soon as that like that's you know it started like immediately i was like i don't care if i just had to pee i'm about to watch this man walk out to the ring um because just it was loud he was loud like he always had fan engagement going on like there's i don't know when i was trying to you know build my love of wrestling he was like on top of it making sure i stayed this what i got out of that story is there's a good chance that little young high school ace peed himself because john cena came uh, on tv no because the the uh, the bathroom was like right there like if i could have the trickle I, here's the thing i probably <laughs> there's just a little drip drip if i i'll put it to you this way if i was just like that guy the way our bathroom was set up Oh, okay. So you know this because, like, well, no, I guess you don't. But, but I, I almost thought, like, I had told you that your house was like my old house. But uh, the way the bathroom was, it was like right adjacent to like the uh, the media room, basically the upstairs TV room. Um, and the way the mirror was is if you if you sat right in like on the toilet, you could like look at the bathroom mirror, enter the media room, and still see the TV. So like. If I just really needed to, it would have been a problem. But it was, I, I've definitely watched uh, TV from the bathroom a couple times uh, at that old house. So take that away. No, I didn't pee myself. All Look, right. we all do it. I just wanted to clarify. I, I, uh, we, yeah, seriously. Ron's right. We all do it. Oh, be, no, no, no. I'm not saying be, be we proud. don't. Be proud. I, I've done it. Just not to John Cena's intro music. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll gloss through mine really quick because it's a mixture of two things um as i said with my uh you know getting obsessed with wrestling uh wrestlemania 8 had a lot to do with that um just seeing wrestlemania for the first time over a friend's house and how larger than life it is and you see all those people and it's like a validation even though i was a little kid it's still a validation that it's like other people like this too i'm not a weird kid that likes you know this thing you know um so that was cool, but I think the thing and the wrestler that made me fall in love with wrestling was Shawn Michaels. Uh, it would be years later, and it would be the lead-in to WrestleMania 12 after they turned Michaels' face. And it was the whole boyhood dream thing. 
because like as I was a little kid watching this, uh, it just it struck a chord with me. I was like a nerdy kid uh, and like Shawn Michaels, you know, came dancing in in like chaps and a vest and yet was ridiculous, but he didn't care, you know, and like he like tried to make it cool. So it just made a nerdy kid feel like oh well if he can play you know having to wear that off then like i can i can maybe try to not be uh as dweeby of a kid no i would oh my gosh i would love to uh wear uh sean michaels attire back in the day like like it's it looks so good okay ron i'm glad you said that because you just t-balled me up um so do it a little after WrestleMania uh, 12, it either was the fall after 12 or the fall after 13. Uh, Shawn Michaels was my favorite wrestler and my mom was an expert sewer. So I told my mom I wanted to be Shawn Michaels for Halloween. Yes. Uh, we found a pair of black tights to which which my mom cut out uh, broken hearts and sewed them to the black tights. Uh, we got like little puff paint and we we together designed like Shawn Michaels, like little tiger stripes on there. And my mom made me uh, uh, one of his vests and one of his uh, uh, like chaps set up. And I went uh, trick or treating in full Shawn Michaels get up. Please tell me you have a picture of this. Um, I my parents do. I need I, this picture. <laughs> I, we need this picture. That okay. way we can post it on our all new Twitter. That 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 is fine. You know what? I, I I'm okay with that. I will try to find the picture of uh young Jacob, like probably ten or eleven, dressed as Shawn Michaels. I love that. I love that. Um, I can safely so, say I have not had the pleasure of dressing as any of my favorite superstars, but I am jealous nonetheless. <laughs> so, my mom did a, did a bang, bang up job too. Like it actually looks good too. I got a question for y'all. Okay. Okay. So with all the wrestling that we've watched in all of that good gravy, what is one of your favorite, uh, storylines? Oh, storylines. Uh, yeah. Like, past present you know what's your favorite like if you were to try to introduce someone to wrestling what would be the story you would tell them uh, oh lord man you drop in the, the, i hope you okay. have an answer because it's gonna take a second okay i get it well, here's the thing is well now it has to be two folds right um because if it's my personal favorite storyline uh i have two um uh as I have so do as, I. As, as young Jacob, um, like I said, the Shawn Michaels boyhood dream made me like you know love love wrestling. But um, the storyline that made me not ever want to miss was the NWO. Um, the second that Hogan came out and said he was, uh, you know, I'm with the new New World Order at Bash at the Beach, like that Monday, me and my brother was like at the TV, like flipped over to TNT at like 6.50, being like, is it time to any stupid show? Start Nitro. Like we were just rabid. We were like, start the daggum thing. Start the daggum thing. Um, and that whole, like the year to year and a half build from the, when the NWO started to Hogan Sting at Starcade, masterful. 
just masterful. After that, it goes off the rails a little bit, but we're not here. We're, we're, we're talking about the positive stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I love that storyline and that just like set a fire in me for wrestling. But now, adult Jacob, it's CM Punk pipe bomb. It's CM Punk uh, getting done at WrestleMania 27, getting the shot at John Cena, coming down, laying John Cena out, sitting up at the ramp, uh, Indian style, breaking the fourth wall, telling, like, even admitting, like, I don't even care uh, if you are the best, John. I care that, like, everyone tells me that you're the best, you know? And then him being fired and him, like, coming back with, like, a megaphone so that they can't turn it off and him making Vince McMahon apologize to him and saying that he wants ice cream bars and uh, while he was fired, like, busting into the WWE Comic-Con panel and interrupting it and just, like, everything that they did was just masterful. Still um, one of my favorite matches uh, that I could list. John Cena and CM Punk at Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah. Um, listen, everyone talks about the crowd uh, for uh, Hogan Rock at WrestleMania. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing. But here's the, here's the thing to me. Hogan and The Rock was a good match that the crowd made it a great match. CM Punk and Cena that night was a great match that the crowd made it an amazing match. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So for me, uh, my two favorite storylines, it's going to be kind of the same thing. So when I was growing up uh, watching wrestling, um, it was Stone Cold versus uh, Vince McMahon. Yes. Like that has to be one of my favorite storylines is just this uh, blue collar dude just sticking it to the man. And like, this is in a time where like I was so proper. And so I guess uh, I don't know. I had good etiquette and still not getting the respect from the elders. Uh, It kind of resonated with me, uh, especially when it came to stone cold. It's like, man, I would like to say, say poop on all that uh good gravy like i i don't need to listen to the man i i am my own man and that's pretty much that um now now uh it has to be the 10 year span of the golden lovers uh kenny omega and kota ibushi uh and that resonates with me because of you know one uh my sexuality uh two uh this is fantastic storyline at its finest and it's possibly one of the longest running stories of uh of modern wrestling is kenny and kota having this dream of changing the world with their wrestling. They team up, they break up. Uh, a lot of storylines go into that, especially in Japan with like AJ Styles um, basically winning because Kenny got up on the apron and was going to attack Coda, but didn't. Uh, but it provided enough of a distraction where AJ got, you know, he defended his title. And then later on down the road, those two reuniting because of uh, Cody 
and when they finally embrace like that red confetti just starts coming down and both of them look like they're crying and they're hugging in the middle of the ring i think tanahashi uh was on commentary and i think he had like a uh a tear and it like I know that the commentary team had like tears in their eyes. Okada is just looking and he's just like, Oh, okay. They're, they're back. Great. Um, but yeah, the golden lovers is the story that I will absolutely tell to anyone, especially, uh, a lot of my, uh, LGBTQ, uh, friends that only see wrestling as, you know, um, they, they get a bad rap. Uh, whenever they do those uh, storylines, like they don't necessarily sway correctly toward the gay community. So it, it it's nice to be represented in that sort of uh, stance. But those would be my two favorite storylines, Stone Cold and Vinnie Mac and uh, the Golden Lovers. Um, okay. Yeah, AC nice. Baby, what, what you got? Uh, that one's a tough one because, uh, there was a huge gap where I missed a lot of good wrestling that I would say would be ones that I suggest. Um, but now, now I don't know. Uh, I'm probably going to have to go with something of more of the modern era. And I would say the entire initial run of the shield first run first shield run. Okay. Um, no, the first run of the shield not, was good. Not the reforming. It was just nice and all, but it was like short and didn't really have much going was, on. I mean, well, I, it wasn't pointless, but because of injuries and sickness, it became pointless. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't go with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I love yeah. this Don't get me wrong. If I, if I didn't go with uh, CM Punk's pipe bomb, that would be my next one. Is the Yes Movement that storyline? The way the fans made that storyline was so so great. No doubt, absolutely. That, absolutely. that and, and also his Daniel Bryan actually has a bunch of good storylines because uh, that one and then the uh, uh, eco terrorist type uh, movement or, or character that he had going with the uh, the Earth's champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was super recent. <laughs> Yeah, that ended with Kofi Kofi being the first African American uh, champ, WWE champion. Like that was freaking awesome. That's interesting. That <laughs> uh, no, I I don't know. Uh, it's, like I said, it's it's interesting that you bring up Daniel Bryan. That's just one that I like. If like if I was trying to bring someone in, I'd be like, hey, you want to see a you want to see a faction? This this is a faction. Um. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Uh, like I said, there was a huge gap where I, looking back, I know a lot, a lot, a lot of my, uh, a lot of my wrestling I mixed, missed out on that I would say is good intro to, to wrestling. Uh, and you also got to remember, uh, you also got to remember there's a lot where, uh, I didn't watch other promotions growing up. It was only WWE. So like, I didn't see much of WCW. I only knew of WCW. Um, I only watched, uh, I didn't watch like TNA or New Japan or, you know, Lucha Underground, any of those. Like I only had one wrestling growing up. And we're in Jake and I were, we're slowly, slowly seeping our, our knowledge onto you that way you could become a better individual as a whole it's you know That's what right. it's a joke 
and I know it's a meme at this point, uh, but it's true. Like I've definitely, I want to, I want to say forced because forced makes it seems like I didn't want to do it, but I've definitely been quote unquote forced to broaden my horizons and I'm not upset about it. Except for that one time that somebody made me watch, uh, the worst episode of impact. The worst. uh, Well, this was when it was just TNA not even impact, but yeah, it was the, that worst pay-per-view known to mankind. Uh, and they were like, oh, here's TNA. And I'm like, oh, this is absolute garbage. I still hate that, that they started. On- <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure it was on purpose. He- here's the thing is like, if I'm starting somebody with a promotion, I very rarely will be like, oh, they have a pay per view this th- this Sunday. Unless like I know it's good, I'm going to like, if I have like a DVD or old episode or something that i know is like a good one it's like yeah watch that it's funny they are getting something good so we have we have to wrap up soon because we're already getting close to the hour limit uh i say limit i try to keep it an hour but i did have one singular question uh but i wanted to to tell a fun story uh i think you've met him before my buddy kari i know ron remembers kari yeah, yeah, I, I um, still remember him to this day. Well, I unfortunately <laughs> do. Um, <laughs> I one time surprised him with a pay-per-view tickets when uh, it was Fastlane when it came to Memphis. And I had gotten two tickets and my wife didn't end up wanting to, uh, to go. She had something else she was going to go watch. Uh, I remember night. this. I remember this. Yes, and so I surprised Kari with... Uh, and actually take it to Fastlane. I was just like, hey, come with me. And then uh, when we got there, I was like, oh, by the way, we're going to Fastlane. He was like, what? Uh, but the two things that I remember, and that's why this is like a really fun memory. In addition to going with my wife to WrestleMania 33 or two, I think it was, th- yeah, it was three because that was in Orlando. Uh, that one was also super super fun attending a wrestlemania uh, i'm sure we've all done it right like everyone here's been to a wrestlemania can we all yep can we all agree that's a step yep, above new orleans that's a step above yeah like no, i've is. been to a pay-per-view wrestlemania is on top of that uh anyway uh we went fast lane and the two things i remember from there were a getting punked out by bray wyatt because we thought that the undertaker was going to be there um because that was when they were kind of feuding and they had came out and they brought the casket out. And I was like, Oh my God, did I go to a pay-per-view where undertaker is here? And then Bray Wyatt popped out and taunted him and everything. I was like, dead gimmick. Um, but what else I remember is this was when Rusev was in his heyday, uh, like full Bulgarian Russian, you know, heyday. And, <laughs> It's also because normally, you know, when they're coming down the ramp, you don't watch their Titan Tron. You know, the camera is typically focused on them. You don't actually watch their Titan Tron that much, especially Rusev's like Rusev is just, you know, the sound he comes out, they show the Russian flag and then hey, it's Rusev and they follow him to the ring. Right. If you've ever gotten to see Rusev's old thing, it's all these photos of, uh, you know, Russia and stuff. But like every two or three photos was a photo of Putin. Uh, just <laughs> sprinkled in there. 
And so we every time like Rusev came down, we would watch that, and me and Kari are sitting there watching it. Like, Look at it, it's Russia and Russia and Putin, and then some Russia and then more Putin. And we just kept screaming that out, and this little kid by us is like, "Who's Putin?" And I was just like, "Oh, sweet, sweet summer child." <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was good. We were in the we were in the nosebleeds too, so we were yelling because who cares? Oh, uh, that's what you usually do in the nosebleeds. Like, you're like, who you, cares? You Nobody make your cares. own fun. Right? Yeah. Nobody no, down uh, there is we, starting chance. <laughs> no, we did that uh, at Royal Rumble uh, recently, watching Edge come back. And then um, at Elimination Chamber, we were at uh, Nose. I took a date uh, to Elimination Chamber when. Uh, they really teased Daniel and Kofi for yeah. WrestleMania and Bailey and Sasha won or were the first uh, recipients of the tag team titles. Uh, I was there that night. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Um, oh, what am I going to say? Oh, so my question, um, what, what real life thing that you like do or normally do? has been influenced by wrestling like has wrestling in seeped its way into your normal non-wrestling related life and how besides this podcast besides this podcast i was just about to say the podcast uh like what would your example like for me is i got okay for me like to, to give you an idea what i mean for me uh, you know, you got people who listen to uh, like, oh, I'm on Spotify and check out my, you know, my cool playlist. And it's like all these different artists or everything. Uh, and you look at like my like get hyped playlist and it's like nothing but wrestling theme entrances. Uh, just just straight up listening to wrestling theme songs, uh, most of which don't have lyrics. So it's just just music. Um, and that's like what I jam to. So, you know, everyone's like, Oh, pass me the ox. And they are playing some whatever artist or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, check out this new track from CFO dollar. And, <laughs> and they're like, who? And you play it. And then it's like, Oh man, this is, this is fire. Who's, who's, who is this? And I'm like, bruh, this is crime time. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yo, yo, yo. Ah, oh, listen to that the other day. RIP. Uh, RIP. RIP Shad. Um, but yeah, like you'd play something and be like, oh, wow, this is, this sounds awesome. What is this? And I'm like, oh, it's Jeff Hardy's intro music. And they're like, wait, what? And they, like, it's almost like you betrayed them, but then they're still like, but this is good. I'm like, oh, I'll still jam it. I'll, I'll still, still jam, jam it. it. I'm upset you made me listen to something like this because they're all of a sudden they're like, oh, it's a wrestling thing. But then they're still like, but this is good. So for me, um, I play a lot of fantasy football and I love to trash talk. So I'm cutting promos like basically every week on my opponent, like a, like a wrestling promo, you know, tell them that they're no good. Tell them that they like, they may be great. They may be a former champion, but they have never faced off against a person like me. Like I would, I would just go on like maybe like a five minute, like a promo fest on, on that on my um opponent at the time and then also on top of that um with with wrestling being an influence on my life uh i i know ace knows this very well but back when i used to be a streamer um i would make these very elaborate intros 
where it, it's more like a Titan Tron. I still want sort one. Of feel. I, I still want another one. Like I was, I still yeah. have, I still have mine that you made just for me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's still very Nanner themed, uh, which makes it impossible to use. But I, I want. Yeah. I often think like, how much would I have to pay Ron to make another one? <laughs> Dude, just let me know. Just let me know, and I, I got would, you. And I rem. I remember the reason why I uh, started doing that is because this was when Seth Rollins was with the authority and he just had that really bad um, Seth Rollins going back and forth in whatever uh, not Microsoft, uh, Apple font that it was like that generic font. And I'm like, I could do this better. And so then I did. And then it just kind of, yeah, because like I, I remember made, you, you made one yeah. for Nanner, and then I was like, well, I need one just for me. And you were like, I got you. And you were like, what music? And I gave you the music, and you were like, I got you. Yeah, it was, uh, what, Centuries it by Fallout Centuries, Boy, right? yeah. Yeah, so um, when it comes to, like, entertainment, that, yeah, wrestling, very, very, very wrestling-inspired. What about you, Jake? So uh, mine would be, now that... <laughs> Now that you give me some examples, uh, mine would be, I am a runner. Uh, I do half marathons, 5Ks, 10Ks, you know, all that jazz. We're going to try again this this uh, winter, you and me. Okay, yeah. We, we on, planned man. on it last week, last year, and then they filled out before we actually got our entries in, so. Yeah, no, if uh, you're talking about the St. Jude one, right? Yeah, the tag team, you and me. Yeah, no, let's go. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, as a runner, I have a routine and part of my routine is when I'm doing stretches, right? As you know, they're calling people to the starting line. I would play uh degeneration X, hmm. uh, to get me pumped to, uh, to go running. I now switch it up and have, uh, added, uh, AJ styles theme to it. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, nothing more that, get, uh, to me that gets me pumped than, uh, just hearing that that uh dx doo, doo, are you ready oh yeah like i'm just i'm i'm freaking ready to go that or like with aj just uh just sitting there at the starting line you know waiting for them to hit the thing and be like they don't want yeah. no no yeah that piano like, starts hitting yeah uh-huh. for me yeah. for me i because i've been trying to uh like work out more i'm trying to find stuff that like has a certain time signature tempo to it uh, so anything that's like in a nice even four four that's not like fast, yeah. Uh, like for example, one that I've been using recently is the uh, the best friends theme because <laughs> it's, no, it. because it's just thing. like do 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 like it's got that like very set cadence that you can like walk on a treadmill to. Yeah, no that uh that that theme they may have the best theme in AEW. Uh, it's up there for sure. Uh, right up next to Super Kick Party, but uh, I, was I, I still like Cody's theme. Cody's like, is really uh, good, but to Cody me, it's re- to me it's super cool, but it's very orchestral. It is. I um, also very much so do like Super Kick Party. Uh, that's up there as well. I like Kenny's second, the current AEW theme he is using way better than his original. What Battle Cry? Yes. Yeah, Battle Cry is pretty good too because it takes a minute to get going, but once it gets going, like you're like, yeah. Because like at this, what's really funny to think about with Kenny Omega is uh, you often think about, you know, um, like quick, fast, in a hurry, uh, you know, entrances and stuff like that. Like there's five seconds and then the wrestler comes out. 
Kenny's like has has a literal built-in buildup, and they they full on like Titantron like for the first fifteen or twenty seconds. Oh yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting, you know. A lot of people's Titantrons are just kind of like supposed to be backdrops, where Kenny's is like, no, 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 this is part of the entrance. Uh, so it's yeah, his, it's interesting. Is, his entrance is definitely a, a build. I'll tell you this though, I'm I'm a big like I don't want to say closet metalhead, but just like on the side metalhead because my dad's bringing me up in music taste. Uh, so uh, the butcher and the blades theme is also kind of like jamming because it's just like <laughs> in your face. Like, yeah, dude. Yes. Butcher and blades is really good. And I mean, we're sitting here talking about AEW. It's only because like, not necessarily like, Oh, I've betrayed my cause, but like, I, I really have been trying to branch out. And one of the things that I know I realized the other, like a while back was, I mean, I like watching WWE, but, for the longest time, it would be like, go right back to my entrance themes at WWE. And so I thought to myself, like, if you really want to get yourself mentality wise into watching AEW more, you need to get those themes in your regular day to day like you do with WWE. Um, well, I, I got a quick fact for you. Quick fact. Uh, quick fact. Um, so this is Ron's quick facts uh, with Ron. Um, so you Ron. mentioned uh, Butcher and the Blade. Yes. Right. Yes. And metal, right? Right. You are aware of uh, what uh, the butcher does for a living. Yeah. No, yeah. I, it's not a it's not a coincidence. Like, yeah, I understand that. But like well, okay. for our audience that may not know, what does he do? He is the guitarist of a metal slash uh, hardcore band called Every Time I Die. Yeah. And they have been music uh, since the early 200s, 200s, 2000s. Man, they've been wrestling for a while. (laughs) Yeah, like I've been I've been listening to them since, uh, gosh, uh, Hot D came out. I I don't want to say the the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot D to me, that era, best like metal album of that era. uh, No, I know. I definitely know that that's where that came from. And so it is interesting when you like put the two together like that. Uh, Andy's awesome. Like his Twitter is so cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, when we're getting into WWE, I'll tell you something that's been interesting for me. Uh, oh, by the way, before we walk away, uh, Jungle Express that they've also got a really good build up, and then the the whole thing is like all hypey. Uh, I'm surprised. Oh, Io Shirai's theme in Yo, NXT. Yeah, I, well, yes. that's what I was getting. That's what I was getting to next. Is there's some some hidden gems out in NXT? Uh, that have really good entrance music. I'm going to hot take here, probably unpopular opinion. Uh, and so we'll see here on the podcast if it's true. Uh, Undisputed Era's theme song, very mad on it. The only thing that makes it is Kyle O'Reilly coming out, like doing the air guitar. Oh, yeah. That, w- when it's done, like physically, it's great. But my issue is the fact that, like, it's got this, like, right at the beginning. And then it turns into, like, this weird, like, 80s, you know, vibe music. I don't know. Like, the two, the way it starts and the way it continues do not match. Visually, it looks awesome. Oh, visually, it's great. Standing alone, it's, uh, yeah, I I feel the same way. weird, like, second or two pause. Where like when you're watching the entrance, it makes sense, but when you just listen to it back, you're like, "Did, did, did it? Did I quit? Did it quit? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Buff- 
I think the only part besides Kyle O'Reilly is just the boom for Adam Cole. Oh, yeah, uh, I do love the boom. That's true. And but yeah, but besides that, I agree. It's 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 not terrible, but it's just okay. As an entrance, it's good and it fits with what they're doing as music on its own. You're like, why is there just this weird pause and then a completely different style change? But you know what? You know what really jams though in NXT? Go ahead, Johnny Gargano's theme. Oh, uh, yeah, Gargano's. Heart or his new yeah. one? I was about to say. Purple Heart. Uh, like a you know, like Paramore. Yeah, uh, Champa's is really good. You know who I've lately been listening to a lot because it just has such a great like thirty first thirty seconds. Uh, Keith Lee. God. Oh yeah. <laughs> the bask in his glory. You just you feel like that they're singing that to you. Now when he starts uh, with the verse, then it ruins it because he starts naming who it is. But at the start, you're just like, yes, me, I'm awesome. I- I think we could get on to like an entirely different podcast of us just talking about like the great wrestling oh, themes. I already and- have planned for a future episode to be completely centered oh, on themes and a future good. episode completely themed on good. championship belts. Uh, yeah, maybe not good. next week because I, am- I don't like to do two non news related ones in a row, but I do have these in the pipeline. Thank you. So go, do them soon. so go ahead and start uh, formulating your ideas, questions, and opinions. Uh, Bro, I already got it in my head, man. Nice, nice. Uh, but we're not going to take too much more time out of your, your busy uh, day. I know uh, it. We're, we're we're pushing. Yeah, we're getting we're getting towards that mark. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, what's interesting is I was uh, I was bringing up I was going to bring up the fact that. Uh, we did the, the the match in the background. I don't know if you were watching uh, the uh, the triple threat between Carl, uh, Luke, and AJ. Uh, you want to know something really funny? It crashed again? Uh, no, it didn't crash. I've turned it off. Uh, the first round uh, went to Carl. And I say round because it ended pretty quickly. And I was like, oh, well, let's just do it again. Just for the heck of it. Rematch. Whatever. And... Uh, the second time AJ won and I was like oh interesting and I was like well let's see you know we did two matches let's see who wins you know best best of three kind of thing to see who like actually gets the million dollar belt third match uh, Luke won ah. so we did three matches and everyone won at least once so I was like, all three of us has like a minute to whatever well or, I just, uh, at this point I think we've been pitching our personals for a while but uh I do have a different way that we're going to roll it out so we don't have to necessarily do our normal uh, shout outs because uh, of a new way I'm going to do the outro. But uh, is there anything that you guys wanted to mention before we close? Just in general. Uh, Jake, uh, mention my podcast. That way I don't have to. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, if you do not know, if you've been under a rock, if you don't know that there's this website called Twitter. And uh, Ron has a Twitter account, and on that Twitter account, there usually are updates and links to a podcast, not this podcast, another podcast. It is called uh, Talking uh, Smack, no, Talking Shit, no, that's not it either. What is it called, Ron? Uh, It's called Down and Dirty with Ronchi. 
that's the one. And Down and Dirty with Raunchy Ron is a class A podcast that is for the friends, the family, the young children. Wait, 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 wait. I'm getting something in here. Wait, what's that? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, don't let the children listen to this podcast at all. Uh, Raunchy Ron is not for the kids. Yeah, that, that it definitely uh, beyond PG-13 uh, yeah. recommendation on that no. one. Uh, just as a little aside, I just recorded two podcasts. Uh, one was about game development, and the next one that's going to be like a week after, that one is going to be the one that might like get all of my sponsorships pulled. Oh. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even kidding. Uh it, off the oh, air you'll have to tell me great. what that is. Oh god, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to know. Um but anyway, yes, you all should listen to it. It is a delightful podcast. Uh if you haven't told uh, could tell from this podcast, Ron is a delight himself and y'all should check it out. It's a good time. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um Keep it peeled in the description of the podcast and everything else, uh, because one of the big things is that we do have a new Twitter, which I will be talking about in just a few moments. Uh, And uh, we're still reachable on Facebook, Instagram, all the other pretty places. But the Twitter, we finally got I finally got a hold of it uh, by giving up, (laughs) if that makes any sense. Uh, Oh, can I promote something real quick? Go ahead. Okay, so for the viewers that are on uh, Ace of Spades cards uh, Twitch, that's cool. You don't have to listen to us. You could uh, fast forward to uh, whatever timestamp, I guess, Ace, whenever you edit this, just put in the timestamp, please, and thank you. Okay, Um, so now for all of you that are listening to this audibly, uh, our boy, uh, the guy who basically corrals us in, corrals me and uh jakey here um he streams you may have heard about his saint jude stuff but also the dude is very very interesting and fun to look at when you watch him play video games uh and all of the sort he's fun to look he is fun to look at he wears a hat his hair is blue and he is ace of spades card so go (laughs) ahead and and drop that follow at twitch.tv forward slash ace of spades card and uh give him your subs give him your donos give him your love give him your hosts give him everything under the sun because boy howdy ace deserves it it's not even blue it's not look look Look, kids, kids, look, not blue, black, not blue. Don't let these slanderous lies. He is doing uh, a a lifetime editing. We have pictures up on the Quick Pop podcast and you can see his true hair color. Oh, yeah, sure. True hair color. Got it. It was definitely not edited in two minutes. It is the realest looking photo you will see today. Right. In addition to the fact that uh, the the beard is apparently the same color and I've never dyed my beard ever. But sure. Go right ahead. You were born with it. You didn't need to dye it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Um, we're going <laughs> to call it here. We've been just going and going and going. Uh, thank you all for listening to another amazing episode 
of the Quit Pot Podcast. Tune in next week where we get back to not actually normal, but technically normal, of uh, talking about what went down in wrestling. Uh, there's supposed to be a big thing happening on Raw tonight, so y'all go check it out right now as of this recording. Go check it out, even though on Wednesday it'll already have happened, and you'll be like, what is going on? What is he talking about? Trust me, right now, go check it out. I know you can hear my thoughts. Go back and watch Raw. It was really good. I promise. Uh, or watch AEW because this comes out on Wednesday and that's when it comes out. Uh, or do or NXT or you know start a war. Who cares? Wednesday night wars all the way. Friday is SmackDown. Watch that too. Anyway, have a great day. This has been Ace. This has been Jake. This has been Ron. I am trying to uh, wrap this up and it's not working, so we're just gonna leave. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Popcast, Facebook the Quick Pop Podcast and Instagram, Quick Pop Podcast. Also, if you visit our Twitter, you can find our personal Twitters as well. And definitely be sure to reach out to us. We love hearing from our fan base and would love to have one of you on as a guest. <laughs>